When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The pagans are coming. The pagans are coming. Whoa, the pagans are coming. Make sure you lock up your daughters. Make sure you lock up your wives and mothers. They're coming to pillage our town. My goodness, I never, ever seen something so ridiculous than I did with this article. Now, this city, if you will, in Missouri... In Branson, I believe it is, I guess they got word that the pagans were going to have a party there. And next thing you know, all hell broke loose. They had the cops calling in extras. They had the hospital on standby. And I was like, are you kidding me with an overreaction like this? There must not be that much entertainment going on down there in Missouri because, wow, did they like... They went into the twilight zone on this one. Let's take a look. You're going to see what I'm talking about here. This out of OzarksFirst.com. And it was everywhere. Now, this happened the past weekend. And I haven't seen any stories talking about it. So nothing probably happened. You know what I mean? Anyway, Pagan's Motorcycle Club, for, uh, what is it, prompts extra police presence in Branson. This by Ashley Eddy and Cindy Moran. Now, this was updated. This was a couple... This was over the weekend. Law enforcement are confirming the Ozark first. They are hearing the Pagans Motorcycle Club is gathering in Branson. <laughs> they're confirming it, man. They're, they're scouring that social media posts and stuff. A and this is one thing I do not believe. I do not believe that this was done. I think that it's a lie or somebody acting like they were a member of the 81. A flyer was posted to our Facebook page on Friday from somebody who believes to be a member of the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club. It just gets better and better with these people. I'm sorry. Nobody's going to go post on your website, man. <laughs> the, that and flyer uh, includes details about what the pagans call a state party in Branson. It indicates the party doesn't start until 5 p.m. on Saturday. And they're claiming that anyone posted this. Come on, get real. You know, I get it. Civilians are dumb. But civilians can't be that dumb. I'm sorry, they just can't be that dumb to believe something like that. What am I talking about in these days? Yeah. Ozark first reached out to Branson Police and Missouri State Highway Patrol again. Uh, Branson PD said they have no further comment. Sergeant Mike McClure said the information about the pagans coming to town is consistent with what Highway Patrol has been hearing. 
McClure said there will be a few additional troopers in the area over the weekend. And again, I haven't seen anything come out of Missouri, so I don't know if anything went down. They probably wasted a lot of your money down there, taxpayers. This is what they do. They scare people. And guess what happens then? They get their budget. It also confirmed... I, this one, I, I was like, wow. It also confirmed the medical emergency transport system in Joplin is on standby for the motorcycle club gathering. It's on standby. <laughs> and then, of course, they are being told law enforcement agencies around the county are being called in to assist. And the local hospital system is also getting prepared for any issues. And the, despite their request, their team was not provided with additional information on what the situation of the weekend might consist of. <laughs> Wow, you know, I get it with the Bible Belt and stuff, but you people just threw yourselves into a frenzy and nothing probably came out of this whole thing. And you're probably looking in the mirror while the cops behind you laughing like, why did I believe something like that? Are, am I that stupid? Did I just raise my property taxes in order to give these schmucks more money? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Branson Police issued the following statement. Here's their statement. The Branson Police Department has become aware that a motorcycle club is uh, planning a visit to the region. Well, you know, the Ozark Mountains, I heard, is great riding. You guys should be used to MCs around there. As a standard practice for region-wide events, the police department has reached out to area agency partners to help assist with traffic and general awareness. General awareness. <laughs> Ain't you guys going to feel stupid knowing that it was probably a fake post just to get your goats? <laughs> And then, uh, you got to hear these statements, man, from uh, Co-Health uh, Branson. We are aware of a large gathering scheduled to be in Branson. We have been in contact with local law enforcement and will secure our teams uh, are fully staffed in the event of any potential issues. So it looks like uh, some people got some good overtime, if you will. Hey, if... The rumor of a club having party is going to get you some overtime at the hospital because you guys deserve all the overtime you can get. Make that money. But I think all you have been had. This reminds you. This is actually reminds you of all the hysteria that actually happened out of Hollister, man. I never thought we would have that type of fake reporting like to this degree nowadays I am I'm just shocked I'm flabbergasted that this news media this what is it Branson on whatever it is actually ran a story on this and everybody else picked it up 
that there was a post from a Hell's Angel member telling us this was happening. How gullible can you people get? I, you know what? I guess that's a good trick to act like somebody who's not really involved in this type of stuff and get the media all into a frenzy, getting chopping at the bit and not getting all the information. That just shows you how bad the media is. They didn't even go and research this at all. They just went. The next thing you know, the cops are involved. Then you got this health system involved. Grow up. That's what I can tell you is grow up. Now, I'll be looking around and seeing if there's any more information on if any incidents has happened over the weekend that this was supposed to happen. But how much you want to bet that nothing happened? Probably, you know, the most that probably would have happened is a DUI. Somebody got stopped for, you know, this pipe or that pipe. You know, minor stuff that they're going to come out and blow up to make it seem like it was this big gang gathering. You got to be careful, people, with the news. You got to do your research. Just because I'm showing you the articles, go do your own research and go make up your own mind. But you know what? If you live in Branson, I hope you locked up your daughters, your wives, your mothers, because they were coming for you. I'm going to go to the second half of the show right now with uh, China Dow. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe. Become a member of the Insane Throttles Members Only Club. I'll be right back. Join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube. Insane Throttle Biker News' channel, by the way. With your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. China Dow's on there with me. Y'all love China Dow. Also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the Woods where we get together, have parties, have fun. So make sure you join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club over on Spotify or YouTube. Rock on!
laxity. They'd be so powerful, you could stand on your head and sh** on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing, but also undignified. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? We are back live after that little break we took yesterday. That two and a half hour show, I, I was beat. <laughs> I was beat after that two and a half hour show. It was killing me. Then I did the members only one because, you know, you weren't here. It just didn't fall together. How did it not fall together? It just didn't fall together, man. I did the members only thing. You weren't here. You miss work. And it wasn't it wasn't cool. I was at work. No, this is your work first. Oh. Oh. Okay. So I guess we created a lot of buzz with that interview we did uh with Miklo 1%. Boy, people are all over the spectrum on that one. I didn't think it was going to create that much damn buzz. I don't think people really know what to think. I, I, I really don't think either, but it, it is what it is. And I know that you were kind of upset. And we're only <laughs> going to talk about this one segment. You were pretty upset. I, I was upset because I don't think anybody heard it or caught it. But here was China now. You caught it. I caught it. So what are we talking about here? One line. That Miklo said that utterly pissed me off. And it sucks when China Dow gets pissed off because nobody else has to hear it but me. And I hate that. And I, I got And I it. tried breaking into the studio twice during that interview. <laughs> yeah, China Dow ain't coming in the studio. No. <laughs> I got blocked just over this one line. Well, what was it? Then I'll play it. I think you should just play it. I'd rather them hear his words than mine. Pay money okay. every month and, you know, uh, sign you know their what? over to whoever and let them fuck their old lady, whatever. Okay, go ahead. What, <laughs> what upset you? The fact that he's basically saying that 1% clubs pimp out their old ladies. I don't know anyone 1% club that has ever in the 29 years I've been with Hollywood pimped out their old lady. I swear I wanted to punch him in the throat. You wanted a throat punch? Throat punch, scratch his eyes out, slap him across the face. I, something. Okay, now I got to address this issue. I got to address it. Uh, Depending on the angle you look at it, there's two things going on there, and you got to separate them. Old ladies, meaning, you know, property of, ladies of, is one thing, but patch chasers are another. A patch chaser is somebody who will do the entire club. He was so not talking about patch chasers. But we don't because know that. Because... Ain't nobody chasing his patch. Just saying. Because that is something different. 
in the scene. Patch chasers and old ladies. So, no, that's not what he meant. He said flat out old ladies. Well, he does need some education uh, in a lot of this stuff. And I have to also admit a lot of this stuff is generational because I think one way they think another to newer ones. So they might take up a, a patch chaser as an old lady is what they're thinking. Where it really isn't the case. Because you're an old lady and you've never been passed around. No. But I have to and admit any, and, that. And, and any old ladies I know have never been passed around. Uh-huh. It, would, it just wouldn't happen. No, it wouldn't. But at the same time, it happens. Pass arounds, I know it happens. Well, yeah, well, let's be honest. Chaser, that's a different story, but he flat out said old ladies. Mm -hmm. And to me, the term of old ladies is wearing a property of or a lady of. I'm sorry. That's what it is. And ain't no club ever going to pass that person around. No, uh-uh. No, uh-uh. But the terminology and stuff is a little different uh, with newer people than it is older people. And, you know, it, it, what we gave him a chance to be able to speak his mind, and that was cool. He got to speak his mind, get a little advice and stuff like that, and he has to do him. And that's where I'll end that at because, quite frankly, you know, I did the interview, let him spoke, and it's time to move on. You know, what he does is what he does. It really don't matter to me. Where I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> Shut up. You're no bag. You come from a different time period than these younger ones. It so. ain't so much that I come from a different time period. I can guarantee that the younger generation in the club scene don't do that either. No, I can guarantee the old ladies ain't passed around in the club scene. Yeah, well, you have to take it as the way he said it. And the way he said it was old ladies. Uh, then maybe he misspoke on that one. Then, mm, he should correct himself before he wrecks himself. Well, I can understand why you're a little upset on it. A little. I was blowing up the dang channel just with that quote alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Richard, uh, let's get into that. Uh, let's oh, let's hit David first because now I'm actually being able to see some uh, on Facebook. Does that come under the heading of lending to friends or families? If it happened, I mean, of course, no self-respecting bloke would do that. <laughs> oh, we'll be getting that one. We'll be getting into that <laughs> subject. Uh, he said a few of the right words, but the whole time he was bitching. You can't throw on a diamond and then bitch about having to back it up. Uh, you know, I don't know what you guys thought of it. Me, I seen an experience and... Uh, you have to learn in this life. You got to learn as a club member how to evolve. And you get that kind of advice from the older guys. Even though I've been around, what, 29 years uh, around club stuff, I still don't know anything. You know, I'm no expert on it. 
I can give you experiences, but unless you're actually in a club or around other clubs, you're never going to really know anything about it. And I do kind of find it funny, you know, you did have a lot of people on there commenting that really had no, you can tell by the way somebody writes if they're a club or not. And a lot of people in there weren't club. And they went after them, which I guess is the popular thing to do. But I don't think he's a bad guy or anything. There's a question for you. What? One time. Did you find him at all credible? I really didn't. As far as credible, you have to define credibility. Uh do I think he believed in what he believed in? Yeah, I, I think he did that. And I believe he has a, a fringe opinion that is held by a lot of people that don't go the traditional route as far as talking to other clubs or, you know, he had some history there. Uh, some of it he didn't understand, like Rico and this premise that all these old clubs, while well, they started as pop-ups, while in fact they did not, they were actually a part of race teams and you had to do certain stuff uh, similar to a prospect period to get into these race teams. So, like I said, it it's all about perspective. Do I, th again, I think he's a good guy. I think he has to uh, really learn a little more before putting stuff out. That's just like the diamond. And you know, let's be honest here. The diamond. <laughs> That's the top of the food chain, man. You can't go preach against traditions that the diamonds have done in the past and try to twist it around. That's the only thing I don't like, you know, people go around patch police and this patch police. You know what? <laughs> That's what happens, man. You're in the, basically the underworld. Do you really think that the Italians, Chinese, Russians are going to say, hey, you know, I'm sorry you didn't do this the right way? No, you're going to have to defend yourself. And I have to give it to clubs. They're very patient with people. You know, they'll give them three, four, five, six chances, try to sit down with them, try to educate them. I think that's just the way, you know, that's how clubs are cool in that aspect. Because you go to my old neighborhood and try to pull some shit with the Italians, your ass is going to get buried. This is a subculture that you're getting into. That's why they call it independent motorcycle enthusiasts, riding clubs, or MCs. What? Are you to read the comments. Road Rage. 29 years with Hollywood. Holy crap. Someone get her a medal for being able to do that without ending up in prison or losing your sanity. No, I lost my sanity. Yeah, she lost her sanity. But I'm enjoying this conversation now with one time here. Very interesting thoughts. I didn't read the book he wrote, but it seems like he was very uneducated in the 1% life. It seems like he just kind of jumped in. He should be careful sticking his neck out like that. And I do agree. 
because when you know i hear people complain and complain about the internet it could be a good thing for your club or it could be a club killer as i say and what i mean by club killer is and that's one of the reasons why uh, i never believed in posting who you were or your affiliations on the internet because it can bring negative consequences to the club in one way or another. But education on the 1% life is indeed uh, very, very needed if you're going to write a book. Now, personally, I don't know why people just start a club and throw on a diamond. You know, that really is something that is earned. And I don't, and if you're in a start a club, I don't understand why don't you just don't start a regular club and you, cause that diamond's going to bring it to where you're being challenged. And that's just the facts of life. You're going to be challenged. And if you don't hold up to what that diamond means, you know, it takes away from, or as people say, water it down. But yeah, if you're going to write a book you better know what the hell's going on in the scene. And that's why I recommended him uh, to go to Encom because I'm a big supporter of Encom. You know, you have a lot of lies out there about how they tax people, and that's not the case at all. You can go on the freaking Encom's National. They're not charged there. You're charged, what is it, like 100 bucks a year or local dues for a COC chapter, you know, whatever it is. But I think he needs to get around them type of people so they can educate him on what's going on in the scene, how to get his club going right. You know, it, it it's not the fact that somebody's trying to tell you what to do, but they're trying to educate you so you can be a contributed contributor to the society is all they're doing. Jason says, in my opinion, he seemed like he just knew enough to talk circles around someone who is uneducated about the scene. And I've heard people say that. I really, you know, some people would take it that way. Now, the thing is, you know, when you get on the streets, there's only so much talking you could do. And people said, hey, you know, after the interview, hey, Hollywood, why would you even, you know, suggest that he go to NCOM if he's doing it this way? And I believe that the club could really be a good club. All it needs is a little guidance. It needs some guidance from some old timers to bring it in the mix if you want to be able to help with biker rights or you want to help some of the guys behind bars with some of the writing, those are the guys to go to. It's not me. I'm not one of them guys that are, cause you got to remember, I don't care what other clubs do. Uh, to me, it is get them on the right track and then he'll understand things. Just like China Dow was upset here. She knows a lot. She knows the difference between an old lady and a pass around. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Yeah, we used to pass around these broads. 
there was no ifs, ands, or buts, but we didn't have any emotional, uh, uh, you know, attraction to them, no emotional ties to them. We knew what they were about. And yeah, you just pass them around. That's the way it works. And that's what I mean. A lot of people get this, how can I say it, judgment of something they've never been around. And the reason why they get that judgment is because they don't understand it. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Dwayne, his conversation made my stomach turn in knots from what he was saying. He just doesn't have enough experience yet. No, not enough experience. And that's just like when he went after uh, the one guy from SOS. You do not do that. You know, and a lot of people came back at me. Well, well, well. You know, he was talking about this. He was talking about the old lady. Well, guess what? As a creator, you better damn well get used to it. You better damn well get used to people saying that kind of stuff. And as far as I know, because I know he uh, commented on the video about what happened. There's always two sides of the story. But I do know you don't bash somebody like that in that kind of position on the internet, on a live, on a big channel. And that's just, you know, digging and digging and digging the more you do it. And again, it all comes to education. You know, a lot of people, I guess they call them milkman. And that's something I didn't know. I'm behind the curve because I really don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. But in order to overcome that, you have to understand, you know, you said you came in in 2012, you know, as a right, uh, dirt bikes and, you know, quads and stuff. That is a totally different thing than actually being in an RC motorcycle club, motorcycle enthusiast. And if I've been around 29 years and I don't know shit about this lifestyle, the only, you know, the basics, I'm not no expert. You really can't speak on the fact of the different protocols, uh, the different ways that, you know, one percenter should be or the traditional ways, all that kind of crap. So that's what I found, you know, from my point of view anyway. Go ahead, read another one. I'm just messing with the audience, then we'll go into the news, then we'll go into the main subject. Trent Pennington. That's something that I was always told. If you have a problem or an issue, whether it be with another club, you have a sit down or pull that person aside and you leave it there, have a beer and a and a and hug next. Well, that's the way it should be is you come to a table or you do a prearrangement to where you can sit down and talk. It's not about being threatened. It's not about giving up anything. It's about coming to the table, stating your position and negotiating something that's good for both. That's what should happen. And I recommend that. 
go and have a sit down with some of these people and they'll get you in the right direction. They'll actually help your club instead of hurting it. Now, if that means, hey, you want to, you know, take the diamond off for a while, build your club into something you want it to be built as <coughs> and learn from the older guys, that might be something that is beneficial to you. Because a brotherhood is just that, is a brotherhood. That diamond patch don't mean nothing if you don't have that brotherhood. Just like Shaggy said, you know, your club first, that diamond's just the second thing. So I would worry more about getting connections than I would about doing that kind of stuff. Go ahead. You're being asked to do a Danny D'Lo reaction, please. What do you mean? I don't know. Did Danny make a follow-up video? I don't know. Because he was in the comments during that show. You know what? I don't know what's going on between them. That's their business. Uh, <sighs> it's not my business what's going on. I don't know the beef. Like I said, I didn't see this interview until later. Uh, I gave him his chance to respond to what was going on. And yeah, I asked tough questions because you come on the show with me or black. I'm a little more harder than black dragon is. Cause I dig into subjects. I want to know what's going on in their mind. So I bring it out of them. So I let them talk and, you know, ask more questions, but I don't know what's going on with them. You know, that's, you guys got to go ask Danny about that stuff. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, ask one more. Mm, say RJ420. He says, I came from the gangbanging life to biker life and still learning. Well, you're damn right. You're always going to learn. That's why I say you go get your ass on a stool, shut up like a little kid, and listen to them graybeards. Because anytime I'm around one of them, especially the Vietnam guys who are now in their 70s, I sit there, shut up like a little kid, and I absorb their information like a sponge. That is what you're going to learn from. You're, And you know what? People bash on me because they say, well, you're always after the other creators that are doing protocol channels. I have one simple way of thinking. Bring your ass to that club and talk to them. You don't need advice from me. Because I'm not going to give it to you. Because I know any advice I can give to you if you're in a different state like California is going to be wrong. So I'm not going to give you advice. Go up to the damn club, introduce yourself, and do it that way. You stop listening to internet stuff. And like, I know I get into it with other creators and stuff because of that, because that's their main niche. But I'm just being honest. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to other people. Do it for yourself. Oh, I need to say thank you to Frank. Okay. He put just like BD, China Doll should be nominated for Entertainer of the Year. <laughs> there you go. Uh, LA, my man. LA, LA, LA. Nobody's seen them riding or been to one of their parties. 
11 years kind of suspect. And I can see where he's coming from. Because you got to be out and about in order for other people to look at you seriously. I get that. A lot of these clubs that don't go to traditional routers, sitting down, talking to doms, they're really missing out. Because when you get involved, instead of being out in the garage, maybe you're throwing parties where you can afford a clubhouse. You know what I mean? Maybe you're out there having 30 clubs around you where you're making your money. And then every weekend, because every weekend, usually in a club scene, you're at a party. Or you're right into a party. So I really believe that you got to get out there and do that kind of stuff. All right, everybody's agreeing with one time here. One time says he doesn't seem like he will ever do a sit down on it. He seemed to have an attitude towards it. Arrogance is his issue. Grow up, learn and sit down with them. It's protocol 101. Well, that's true. Even if you don't believe in the protocol part, you still have to interact with people. That's in everyday life. You still, you don't even have to be in a club. All you have to do is sit down, put your biases aside, come to the table and say, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. We like who we are. We like our name. We're, we might not be traditional, but hey. We, sh we could use some guidance. And I guarantee you that the club they're sitting down with at the table <coughs> is going to say, okay, we'll help you out. We'll teach you. I think people, it's kind of like you. You don't like confrontation. No. And I think that's the first thing that comes to a lot of these people's mind. And I'm not just talking about this club. I'm talking about them all is the confrontation part. Well, for one, if you already have your stuff and you're coming to the table, you're coming to the table as a club. So you're going to get mud checked. You're going to get pushed back, but you just got to stand on your own two feet, come to the table and put your issues down. But when somebody doesn't believe they need to go to the table, which, that, that's, which was his belief. Well, that's where it gets a lot more trickier. That's where, okay, it's back your patch time. And let's be honest. I said it over and over again. This ain't cookies and ice cream, man. You know, I might try to put some spin on some stories and stuff when I'm doing the news. But when it comes down to it, when you're on the street, people can get hurt or killed and go to prison. That's the way it is. That's the way it's always going to be because you've had clubs for the last 70 years have to put in that work. And if you want them to respect you, you got to do it in kind. That's what's going to happen. That's just the plain facts, the matter. If you don't want to come to the table, you don't want to work out, 
there's two choices. It's either sit in the garage or you're going to go down and, you know, to the mats, as they used to say. You know, I really like one times uh, in L.A.'s deal. Uh, exactly. You can say riding, not hiding. But if you're not seen, then how's that work? Well, and Jason even says he seems to be getting he seemed to be getting called out live about having sit downs and kept on backing out of it. And it's all live. Well, maybe it's the fact that he don't know how. And that's all right. It's all right not to know how to get a hold of some of these people. It's all right. And it's all right to be nervous coming to a table with another club, especially when it's a dominant. I know a lot of clubs in states where they're the only ones that wear diamonds. That's the way it's always been. But it's all right to be scared. There's nothing wrong with that. But I can guarantee you after that sit down, you're going to feel a hell of a lot better. Yeah, you're going to take shit. But at the end of the day, they're there to help guide you. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. One time. They have good intentions for sure, but the pro but the protocol is key. If they if you don't, they will check you and they won't come out on top. Get their respect peacefully and do your thing. I believe that's one of the things I believe about NCOM, even though they're not about that, but the NCOM thing and especially I got irritated because I've been hearing this the last 29 years that our culture's in trouble. It ain't in trouble. Nobody's coming to take your wives away or your patches. They tried it. They lost. It's not in trouble. It's fine. If you would go to an open meeting of NCOM, you would see that. All the majors are there. They're all represented. They're all in the same room. It's just a fallacy. And I can see where Shaggy got pissed about it. Because if you would see some of these things and get away from this Leo crap, where they say, oh, they control this guy or control that guy, which is total bullshit. Because I can tell you what. And I always made, I always laughed at this while this club's running drugs for the, you know, the bigger club, you know what? They don't know you. Why the hell? They don't know you like that. I might say, why the hell are they going to put their uh, personal freedom at risk by giving you something to do? Just saying, uh, David. It's not hard to talk to people. We basically all want the same thing, don't we? Freedom and maybe the opportunity to earn one another's trust. Can't roll that ball if you don't talk to each other. And I believe that 100%. 100%. You know, if there's anything I could do to help him out, I would. Uh, go ahead. One time, I'm assuming the book was about MC Life. He's missing a lot in that. I might give it a read just for FYI reasons. Did you guys read it? No. I didn't read it, but uh, 
boss man down there one time has a copy, you should ask him for it. Uh, Nitro, he dissed Nitro and Brat for just commenting on a call out for a show. So we're unsubscribed and ended ever talking about or dealing with swelled heads. And that's something you can't have at this particular point of growth. You can't have a swelled head because it will be goosebumped by the end of that. <laughs> LA. Go ahead with LA. LA. He was offered a sit down, but he kept saying he's not going to bow. It's not about bowing. It's a respect issue. I'm just going to shut up now, though. No, I, I have I no enjoy issue your with thing. the dude. I He says he has no issue with the dude. Don't know him. Don't care. Right. And you know what? That is not bowing down at a sit down. No, but that's how that's what that's how Miklo kept putting it. Well, that's where education and experience about how <laughs> everything works comes into play. That is not bowing down to anybody. That's being included in the scene. You're being included now, where before it was just you and your guys. Now you're being introduced to everybody. That's how the streets work. And it's just not clubs. It's everything from gangbanging to freaking organized stuff. There you go, SNS, changing the topic. Go ahead. Off subject us a little bit, but what happened in Venezuela? I think the U.S. is going to try and the way. Oh, sh hold on. It bounced away. The way they love to call us gangs is going to involve us, too. Well, Venezuela. Venezuela. All I can say about that gang narrative, it's been going on since. Uh, you know, Hollister and probably beforehand, and it's never going to stop. It's already out there. It's the way people think you can fight back. You can push back on it, but it isn't going anywhere. Uh, exactly. Protocol always been that way, L.A., uh, and it has. Uh, Matt or Dan. <laughs> Whichever. Uh, job boning causes violence. Communication builds bridges. And I agree <laughs> because when there was that little spat going on, that could cause a lot of damn problems. Now, how many times have we said on our show in every way of life, communication is the key. Communication is the key. And if you don't have communication, then guess what's going to happen? You're going to have what we saw. Yeah, you're going to have that. And what's worst is. It didn't need to get to that point. It didn't need to blow up like that because you're a representative of your club. And now if you have multiple chapters around the country, you have now put anybody who has that patch in danger. That's just the facts of life. So it would be great to have a sit down and discuss that, say, hey, I might have been wrong or this guy might have been wrong and just work it out and afterwards have a beer. <laughs> I know there was a major club that, uh, that was in Virginia that night that offered to sit down with them. 
So it's going to be on him to do that. You know, I, it's a very interesting thing and hopefully it works out. Hopefully it works out. Anyway, let's go to our main subject. I know we had, uh, skipping my news. Oh no, let's go to a new, we have to give her one or two news stories. So that's my final thoughts on that stuff. (laughs) And yes, uh, LA, he was offered by the local dominant to sit down in chat. So let's hope he he does. Uh, Let's hope uh, he starts his journey on getting educated and getting involved in the scene and works out for him. So remember the video that you showed uh, the other day about the the student that attacked that teacher? (laughs) Yeah, that nasty sh- Yeah. Well, Joan, who is the 57-year-old teacher, single mom. How old was she? 57. Oh, my God. Uh, she is on the mend after being blindsided by the student who authorities said was angry after she took away his N- Nintendo Switch. The name of... Uh, uh, Joan... She yeah, they they I guess her family did a GoFundMe page for her and they reached their goal of fifty thousand dollars to help play with like the medical bills and all that. And the sad part was is Joan's son was in that school when this happened. Oh, that son would have hurt him. But he did not witness it. You because imagine he was if in he the did? wrong sorry, wrong part of the building. And yeah, now there's going to be a problem. He was on campus when his mother was attacked. His sister said, oh, there's going to be revenge on that right now, man. There's going to be revenge. And she claimed the daughter, Nikki, says that her brother showed a level of calmness and bravery during such a difficult event. A child should never have to witness a parent. In the, in the way he witnessed his parent. No. Uh-uh. Because he probably seen that video. And now, you know what? If that would have happened to my mother, dude would have been six feet under. Done. Well, it took five teachers to pull him off after cops arrived to handcuff the teenager who stands six foot six and weighed 270 pounds. If you don't know, we uh, did a video last week or a segment. Where uh, an overgrown oath attacked this lady, only 57, almost 60, knocked her out and beat the hell out of her. And it took uh, forever for somebody to come help her, even though they were watching it. And the student, just so everybody is aware, is being tried as an adult. Good. And is now being held on a million dollar bail. Good. Bye. So I just wanted to give an update that the, the teacher is recu- now at home and recuperating from, and it does not specify what her actual injuries are, but she is recuperating at home. And there is actually a mental health advocate who is coming under fire for defending the student's actions. The mental health advocate states, taking away the student's gaming device may have triggered him Oh, shut up. The teacher should. And then and then she states that the teacher should never have been left alone in the situation where she could have been attacked. You know what? I'm so tired of these woke pricks. I really am. And I think that blame the victim. I think that mental health advocate needs to get bent and needs to go get a different job because I'm sorry. 
you're in a school setting. You're supposed to be paying attention to what's going on. Or, you know, like I seen in the comments earlier, you know, our texting when we were growing up was kicking those little football notes to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those were that's how we used to text. We weren't even allowed beepers in the classroom. Mm -mm, we had we had to put them in a box on the teacher's exactly. desk. Exactly. Whenever we went in a classroom. But I don't know how anybody can actually defend that kid's action. Well, you got a bunch of old pricks out there. That's why. Because it was totally uncalled for. I don't care if he gets pissed off. That's just like you take a kid's phone away. They're going to get pissed off. But do you see your own child football tackling you because they want their phone? No. They, he, I mean, it's probably a possibility. It but, wasn't a football tackle. That was a clothesline. I mean, that was a that was a wrestling move and knocked her unconscious. So And then yeah. beat the hell out of her. And continued to beat the hell out of her as as he was being dragged. And off. she shouldn't have had to have a GoFundMe. The damn school should be paying, or the students' family. Oh, the students' family ain't gonna pay shit. They're probably broke as a joke, man. Anyway, let's go. Uh, you know, I know we went a little over on our initial segment. Let's go. You know, China Doll have some more news tomorrow. The do's and don'ts of lending to friends and family when it comes to monetary stuff. Now I get it. You know, you lend, uh, you know, your yard equipment or something like that for them. But when it comes to money, I believe it's a no, no, don't do it because there's always going to be trouble in the end. No matter what your friendships or your, Family uh, ties are going to be strained and it might go bad. What do you think about lending money to a friend or a family member? Nope. Because we've done that in the past. Yep. <laughs> and 100% of the time. You don't get paid. Back. You don't get paid back. It's like you got to chase your money. And then within like a month or two of not getting paid back, that person pretty much falls off the earth and you don't have contact with them anymore. Hey, Mike, we're doing it at the same time as usual. <laughs> the show, we don't change times. We're doing it same thing. Uh, 8.15 I mean, uh, Central Standard Time. I mean, this they, one starts. they say lend money to only people you trust. But the, You can't trust people with money. <laughs> no, no. Because it says, it says, okay, this is, this is a quote from the article. Limiting loans to friends or family members you trust to pay back what they owe can help you avoid financial and emotional headaches later. Well, that's the problem. No, it doesn't. You're chasing your money. You're doing something out of the goodness of your own heart. And then next thing you know, you get blown off week by week. Oh, I'll pay you back on my next check. Or I'll make payment arrangements to once a month. One of the biggest suggestions, if you ever loan money, they say to get it in writing. Uh, even if you have to get it in writing, what are you going to do? They're not going to pay it. What, are you going to go spend more money in court and chase your money? If they have to borrow is, money from you, they don't have any. They're talking about if you do a large sum to someone. <laughs> Okay. And it says that you should have an actual loan contract. 
And LA is right. Don't lend it if you can't afford to lose it. Well, 100%. 100%. And and if you don't feel comfortable lending the money to someone, it's okay to say no. But they play on your heartstrings. And some people make it to where you feel obligated to do it out of friendship. That's why if you're in a club or something, don't ever lend the freaking money. I'm telling you, even though that your brothers or your sisters and you wear this, don't do it. Well, I'm going to concentrate on the don'ts for lending to friends and family. And of course, the number one thing is don't lend more than you can afford. Well, yeah, if you can't afford to lose it. Uh, let's see here. Mike, remember Hollywood? I have over 100K to someone that I've waited over a year for. I'll probably never see it. And what I suggest to you, Mike, is tack on a point or two or a big. Uh, I'm not going to get into a, what a big is and all that stuff. Tack, tack, uh, tack on interest on the loan. And then if they can't meet the minimum interest, then I take them to court. Because $100,000 is a ton of money. You know, you put yourself out there as an investment or whatever you lent the money for, you deserve to get that money back either in payments or in full. <coughs> Friendship and family or in business transactions, you always got to be covered. It's not that you're trying to be an asshole. It's, well, wait a second. I put the faith in you to give you a hundred K where the hell's my money. Now see that to get you killed in Chicago. <laughs> that will get you killed in Chicago. Shit. They'll kill you over 10,000 here. But I think that's wrong because out of the goodness of his heart, he lended that money and it should come back to him. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's really what I hate about people is they'll put their hands out because somebody is gracious enough to give them a hand up. See, I don't believe a handouts. I don't believe in them. I believe in hand ups. But you got to be responsible to hold your part of the bargain. Mm -hmm. And if your bargain was. Hey, I'm going to pay you so much money a month. You do whatever the hell you have to do to pay that money back. Because not only is your integrity online, but your word. Go ahead. The second thing is don't let guilt drive your decision. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. If you don't allow guilt or other pressures to force you to lend money to someone you know, you'll feel better. Mm. Never, never let somebody guilt you into money because you can always turn them to other resources where it doesn't involve you. And that's the thing. I think you got to take yourself out of the equation. You need to point them in another direction, especially if it's like a large sum of money. Mm -hmm. You need to point them in a different direction and away from you. Because why would you want to be financially strapped yourself just to help someone out? Exactly. And David out of Facebook, uh, I won't lend a dollar I can't afford to lose. Last uh, two, uh, lost too much in the past. 
so don't lend anyone much these days. I wouldn't lend them any. Uh, one time, shutting my mouth right now, touchy subject for me, and it really is a touchy subject because I guarantee everybody in this chat room has gone through something like this. I think everybody has gone through Yeah, definitely gone through this in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I bet you everybody that has gone through it has it, also gone through the not getting paid back. Well, the, uh, what I find funny is they'll try to guilt you that you're the reason there's a problem. Well, wait a second here. I gave you the money. You agreed to pay me back. But how is it my fault now? When I have to ask you for my money back. I shouldn't have to ask. You agreed. Mm -hmm. And see, that's one thing where you'll see a lot of old schoolers. Your word means everything. If you break your word, you ain't worth the freaking ground you're standing on to me. And I, I, I'm really sorry, Mike, that, you know, you're going through something like this. Uh, I hope things uh, work out. But, you know, at some point there has to be a legal type of deal where if there's that much money involved, there's a bank trail. Hey, you know, uh, I don't know if it went on a word or a contract, but if you're going to loan somebody uh, money like that, do it on a contract. And charge the freaking interest, man. One of my biggest pet peeves when people need, need financial help and they come to you for it mm -hmm. is <coughs> number three. Don't lend someone your credit. Oh, never. Never co-sign a loan because guess what? They default. It's on you. It's your problem. I won't even do that for my kids. No. <laughs> I won't even do it for my kids. Nope. Because you know what? When I was raised, I had to buy my car. My first car was an 85 Ford Ranger that I bought for my parents for 500 bucks back in uh, 80. Yeah, 85, 86 or something like that. No, 87. It was an 85 Ford Ranger. I had to go to work. I had to pay that. You can never, ever co-sign for a car. And along with co-signing is meaning don't offer them to use your credit card. No, because what's going to happen is you got to remember on a credit card, you got interest, you got to pay back. Mm-hmm. So if they go and get a hundred dollars worth of stuff, you're still paying interest if it ain't paid back on time. Mm -hmm. So not only did you loan them a hundred bucks, but now you're on the line for the interest for that credit card. Mm -hmm. Cause some people come, some people think that, Hey, I'll put it on my card for you because you're not giving them cash out of pocket. But like, if you got a credit rating on your card of, Majority of them nowadays are like 29.9%. Honestly, that you got to pay that every month. And let's just be honest. 
<laughs> what happens if you do borrow somebody, uh, you know, and co-sign for them, whatever? They default. The car's repoed. It's sold at auction. That doesn't mean the problem's gone. No, because whatever they didn't get to to knock that balance off. Let's say it was five thousand dollar vehicle. They only got two thousand at auction. You're still responsible for that three thousand. Exactly. It doesn't so, mean they sold it at auction. Oh, slate's clean. No, no you, you got to pay the difference. You got to pay that difference, and you got to hold the person accountable who took. You as a co-signer or had you get the car for him. Mm-hmm. That's you owe that money. Yeah. There's no way out of that. Mm-mm. And you have to make arrangements and you got to pay your bills. That's my one of my favorite sayings. I got to pay my bills. You got to pay yours. And it all comes down to integrity. And I know nowadays integrity ain't really taught. But that's, if you're a man, that's your word. That's who you are as a man. Do you want to be seen as a man or do you want to be seen as a liar? Hell no, I don't want to be seen like that. Because it took a long, long time for a lot of people to build up their reputations and their integrity. You have to have that. And what kind of friend are you or what kind of brother or sister are you if you're taking advantage of somebody? You're not much of a good person, in my opinion. Well, the bottom line is helping out a close connection who may be struggling. On one hand, you might have the money uh, on hand to help a family member or friend that needs it. But on the other hand... Lending money to anyone, especially someone who is financially struggling, puts your own finances at risk. So when contemplating the best course of action, consider everything that we talked about to decide whether you do or you don't loan money to people in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that amazed me and a lot of guys who were in clubs or in clubs would understand me on this one is I never understood why a club would make somebody a treasurer or even a secretary treasurer. If they had money problems at home, that is just insanity to me. It's ridiculous. If they can't control their own home, why the hell are you going to let them control the box? But I think it really comes down to the fact that if you don't have integrity, don't even come to me. And if you don't have the money to lose, don't put yourself in a damn position where you're going to get hurt. Because your family comes first. And I've known you've been in a position where You've loaned people money Hmm. and had to chase it. Yeah. And it does drive you crazy because it makes you feel like a less of a person because they broke their agreement and you fell for it. If you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. David, I guess uh, common sense is as common as it is used to be. No. 
<laughs> L.A. I, I only help when I'm able. Always glad to help. I never lend. Always a gift. But at the same time, L.A., if you lend them a specific <laughs> amount of money and get a guarantee that you're going to get paid back and they don't, there could be a problem with that kind of stuff. And I don't think it comes down to the money part. I think it comes down to the word and that they broke their word to you and you feel betrayed by that. Go ahead. You to read some, go for it. I was just reading Morvick's comment. Because, <laughs> like, I love Morvick. My wife lets me control her box. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and he said he follows up with uh, he doesn't lend money, but he has one rule don't lend money you can't afford to lose. Right. And you know what? Uh, Dan just said it right. Not a millionaire, but lived well and still okay. But if you look at a millionaire, you can see how they have financial education and they know the first rule is never lend to somebody out of a good heart. Lend to somebody to get your investment back, as I say, or get your money back. And if you feel like or have an inkling that they won't pay you back, then don't do it. Chicago Theater. What about when parents steal from kids? I think that's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, if you, if you're if you're a child, a, a grown adult, and your parents need your help, you would uh, uh, assume that your parents are going to pay you back. But a lot of parents, and I'm not saying all parents, but I am going to say a lot of parents feel, hey. I raised you. You owe me. Kids owe you nothing. That's what you're there for. You're the parent. And if you're going to steal from your kid, you're a piece of shit. And I hate to say it, but the last person in this world I would ever give money to would be my parent. (laughs) My mother. (laughs) Never. It would never happen. And I think the final thing before we go to (laughs) members only is friendships turns to shen shit when you're dealing with cash. You're damn right. You don't do it because your friendship's on the line at that point. Mm-hmm. I think once you loan money to somebody, your friendship's pretty much going to end up being gone. Especially if you have to chase your money. Because I only give it a, so many times when I'm trying to get my money back. And by probably the second or third time asking for it, I've just done giving up. Mm-hmm. What's the point? If you got to ask more than three times to get your money back, it ain't coming back. No, it ain't coming back. And I think that's, uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe I'm looking at it a different way. Am I right or wrong? What? Am I looking at it at a too hardcore way or am I on spot with this where I expect this to happen? Even with you, you give me your word. Do I make sure you live up to it? What's the worst thing you can do to me? Break your word. Even from you, my wife. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Explain it to him a little bit. You break your word to me, I'm pissed. 
Yeah, and he. Like, I don't give he, any he, leeway. He, he lets you know when he's mad. <laughs> I don't give any leeway. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you got uh, about six minutes, seven minutes to go take a crap, and we're gonna go to the members only. If you're not a member, you can join over on YouTube or Spotify, get exclusive content like this member-only live that we go through Monday through Friday. We're going to be talking about club or family. That's what we're going to talk about. We'll be right back. Join this. the Insane Throttles Members Only Club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube. Insane Throttle Biker News' channel, by the way. With your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. China Dow's on there with me. Y'all love China Dow. Also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the Woods where we get together have parties, have fun, so make sure you join the Insane Throttles members only. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.